So you remember that time whenever I was breathing in the microphone and I swore I didn't have a breathing problem? Uh Turns out I actually kind of do. What? (laughs) Yeah. uh, I have a perforated septum. Holy shit. I have a big old hole in my septum. So, like, it's really gross. But I can, like, stick a Q-tip through one nostril and it'll come out the other side i mean it doesn't like hurt or anything i don't even feel it actually because it's a big gaping hole but because of that i feel it right now you just talking about it yeah (laughs) i I feel it's really i promise i promise it's not bad but like i apparently like my nose whistles really bad like i always just thought it was a normal thing and then I did some research on it, and then one day I just saw a picture of somebody sticking a Q-tip through one side. And I'm like, I wonder if I can do that. And sure as fucking shit, I can. So I'm like, oh my god, I have a hole in my nose. Oh my god, my skin hurts right now. Oh god. Yeah. I get such bad, I get such bad sympathy pains. Like, every time you say, I can stick a Q-tip through my nose, like, I start to vomit. Like, it's, oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, creepy crawling. Well, that makes sense. There were a couple of uh, of the Foundation Four ones too, where you're just like, I like everybody's talking, and then in the background you just hear them like, <sighs> and like I think Phil thought you were mad because afterwards yeah. he was like, Neil knows I'm not an asshole all the time. I was just doing that for the show, right? He's like not mad at me. I was like, no, he's not mad at you. Why do you think so? He's like, he just sounded mad. And then when I was editing it, I'm like, I think he thinks he sounds mad because he's breathing really hard. You know, if if this doesn't make it to the cold open, you can actually go ahead and just let him know that that's what the issue is. <laughs> time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible gaming podcast. Hello, and welcome to a horrible gaming podcast. My name is Zachariah Van Sliders with the Old Man Gaming, and guys, this is huge because with me is Knights Six Four Five, aka Logan, and Neil, aka Tiny Wizard. And I just say it's crazy we didn't rehearse who was going to talk first, and you guys just somehow knew. <laughs> I think we were both waiting for the other one to say something, and then it was one of those, there's too much silence, and Logan got to it first. <laughs> uh, yep. So, officially, all three of the hosts are on this show, ho- uh, hosting the podcast. I'm super excited about this. You're going to get all three of our point of views uh, for the young, uh, the middle-aged, and the quickly becoming aged. Uh, it, it's going to be a wonderful show. Uh, but before we get into it, we need to go into some disclaimers uh the biggest one and i've talked about this on some of the other shows uh we're having this audio glitch on anchor uh where everything seems to be like a half second behind uh and then as the recording goes on um our audio becomes unsynced um the way we record this i don't want to get into it too much with you guys but 
there's no way for me to fix this in post. Like, absolutely no way to fix this in post. So, and uh, Anchor can't tell me why it's happening. So, we just keep trying different things. So, today we've got a couple other things we're going to try to try and fix it. But if you're dealing with that, I'm, I'm very sorry. We're doing everything we can to fix it. We're going to, one day we're going to get this working, even if we have to just use a different app. Um, so, uh, that said, uh, I think we need to go into credits, and that is, other than the three of us, Mark Bell makes this show possible with all of his original graphics uh, for this and all of Old Man Gaming's uh, shows. And then, of course, my brother, you just heard him the sing the theme song. Um, he wrote and performed that for us. So thank you to Nick Van Sliders and Mark Bell for that. Okay, so... We like to open the show with fan traction. That's where we like to hear from you guys, the fans. We also like to decide the winner of the horrible arena. Um, so before we just start reading your comments, we need to get into the horrible arena. And uh, people out there, somebody's got to vote. One of you guys has to vote. Nobody voted. So here's what we're going to have to do. I figured out a way to tie break things. Uh, it is the only okay. fair way that I can think of when it comes to – uh, when it comes to shows in which uh, it's just two of us, okay? So okay. as far as the tiebreaker goes, since we are at a tie, me and Logan's got no vote, um, <laughs> which could which could be a vote in itself from the audience. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, so if it's just two of us, if the other person didn't make it or couldn't get one up, uh, the other person's going to pick. Which means uh, that all three of us need to listen to the show. So Neil is going to have to choose between Project Edge or Project Survival Games. Now, if it's an I was all say battle to the death. What? I was gonna suggest battle to the death. Battle to the death. Violent battle to the death in the quantum <laughs> studio. Uh, <laughs> we just cough on each other in public and see who gets shot first. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if if it's all three of us and we have a tie, because that's a possibility too. If it's all three of us and we have a tie, all three of us are going to vote, and we can't vote for our own. What if each one of us votes for like one vote on each one of us? Yeah, which could right. happen. Yeah, we could all just basically vote to if, our left, if, and we could all tie it again. In, if that freaking insanity happens, if that freaking insanity happens, because we're going to anonymously vote through Messenger when that happens, if that insanity happens, I'm literally going to write the project names down on a piece of paper and let Stella pick one out, <laughs> and she can decide on the winner. If we're that into the hole on a tie, then she's going to decide it. Uh, then, then it doesn't matter. It's a flip of the coin anyway. So, Neil... You had Project Edge, uh, which was the For Honor Battle Royale versus uh, Project Survival Games, which was a uh, uh, two-part survival game, two parts Battle Royale. Uh, which one will you choose? I think I'm going to go with uh, Project Survival Games just because uh, I feel like... from the show. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like that would be something that I would actually play. It would take me out of the Battle Royale thing. Kind of like how like Warzone in Halo 5 was like this weird multiplayer but not thing. Like right. it was like a destroy all the waves of dudes but at the same time kill the other guys. Like, I kind of right. dug that. So, I, yeah, I'd right. go with that. All right, Logan. That's a big old W for you, man. Big old big. W for you. Uh, so, congratulations to Logan. 
you got the win on the horrible arena, man. That's right. <laughs> Never doubted myself. Never doubted yourself. Okay, I gotta get that crown back. That's two weeks in a row. I think I lost. Uh, makes me. It's making me sad. It's making. It's making me hurt my soul. Uh, okay. So, for other comments, uh, we asked you guys out there, uh, what's your quarantine game, and uh, what game has uh, uh, acquired your attention the most for being stuck in the house with uh, COVID running rampant? And uh, Kev Tutal, our favorite commenter, uh, came through again. He posted Rainbow Six Siege, Axiom Verge, Pokemon Shield, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Battlezone, Rust, RimWorld, and those are his current games, which that's a pretty good lineup. I have heard that Rust is coming at some point to Xbox. I really want to see what that's all about, honestly. I really, I want, that's one that I want to see if I like that one. Um, and then uh, Kev Tutal also posted Punctuality Matters, and I'm not exactly sure what he's referring to on that one. Um, I think Kev Tutal, like, live like live comments as he's listening to it. It's wonderful. Uh, and then he also he also said he can't get over the lack of recoil on the guns, specifically referring to Modern Warfare. Whoever is in a squeaky chair on this podcast, stop having a fist fight with it, please. <laughs> that is not me. That, that <laughs> might be like me. It, so- it sounds like it is suplexing you. Like, <laughs> it might be me. I have a cat at my feet who keeps biting my toes, so... Oh, son of a bitch, cat. It's cats. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kev Tutal said uh, he can't get over the lack of recoil in the guns on Modern Warfare, which I agree with. That's always been kind of a problem. But at the same time, I think uh, lack of recoil makes it easier for people to play and makes the game more accessible to the everyman. Um, he also says Gulag is an awesome idea. And I'll say this here. I said this to Logan the other day. I think Gulag is the single most important contribution that Call of Duty has made to the Battle Royale genre, personally. Uh, uh, Kev Tutal also said the prison shower looks like it was ripped right out of the movie The Rock. I don't know if – Logan, have you seen The Rock? That might have been before your time. I've seen The Rock. I've seen The Rock. Damn straight you've seen The Rock. Michael Bay when he's good. Everybody now, like, makes fun of Michael Bay. I'm like, no, The Rock. The Rock was good. Um, And then he also said he's not only an indentured uh, servant, but now uh, we're claiming he's crazy. Uh, He won't stand for such treatment, so he's going to be in his recliner, uh, which he is a funny dude. So uh, thanks, Kev. For all your comments, as usual, keep them coming. Uh, and everybody else out there, we like to hear from you guys. So please uh, comment uh, here. You can comment on Facebook. You can join our Discord. We really want you to join our Discord. Discord. Uh, if you join our Discord, you you get kind of autonomy, man. You post. You can. There's a bunch of different chat options, and those can actually control the outcomes of the show and what we talk about here and on the other ones. Um, so, what are you guys' quarantine games? I know what mine is. My quarantine game has been Minecraft. What? Yep. I haven't seen you on Minecraft built, once. Where are you Minecraft? I built a giant rail. I've been built a giant rail. I got back on my old Minecraft world, and that's what I've been doing. Okay. All right. Yep. Neil? Uh, definitely Doom Eternal. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, Neil's leaning into the apocalypse. Yeah, I may as well yeah. prepare. 
Um, <laughs> and I will probably say that I have not yet, but probably a little bit of Animal Crossing. Oh, yeah. That's it. Just I, we we might briefly talk about it, but uh, I I actually had the the slightest bit of fun, and I was like, okay, all right, okay, I guess I'll give it a chance. We we might talk about that because you were pretty against it, and anybody who has seen our video, which by the time this goes up, will have been out already. You were very upset that we were forcing you to play Animal Crossing. Yeah, I do want to say everybody should go check it out because neil figures out how to make his little guy hump things which was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh my my quarantine game speaking of animal crossing my quarantine game is animal crossing that's all i want to play right now it's all i'm thinking about and it, it i get bummed when i want to play something else it's like absolutely i want to be on a desert island with animals that can't possibly have the coronavirus <laughs> just just like catching butterflies and like picking up sticks and shit I'm, I'm totally okay i don't even care that i owe tom nook and his cronies like 120,000 bells or whatever those are um okay all right so that's fan traction uh we gotta ask a question for uh next week that's what we gotta do so i'm gonna ask a question this week and this is a question that goes in touch with our horrible arena later. Um, I got uh, – it, it all comes full circle. <laughs> What's your favorite game that doesn't have combat in it? Or do you just not play those games? Does it have to have some combat, some fighting, some murder? Uh, if it doesn't, what's the game that's, like, not a combat-based game? I mean, it could probably have a little combat in it, but the game's main mechanisms are more about talking or crafting or something like that. So everybody out there, uh, we'll think about our answers. You guys think about yours and comment wherever you can, and uh, we will read your comments on the air. All right, our first official topic of the podcast. Uh, <clears throat> we're a little bit behind on this, but of course, this uh, special came out while we were recording last week, so we couldn't touch on it then. But uh, PlayStation... Uh, Sony came out with a PlayStation 5 uh, kind of tech briefing on what the PS5 is going to look like, what it's going to have, what features it's going to be there. Um, and now everybody's put them up side by side with the Xbox One X and uh, not the Xbox One X. Sorry, the Xbox Series X. And uh, stuff has gotten interesting. And now it's time for everybody to give their hot take on uh, uh, that. Before we get into the specs. I do want to just touch on the special itself was awful. Yeah. It was one of the worst specials I've ever seen. It was just dry ass Mark Cerny up there, just like rattling off numbers. And, uh, uh, you know, it was like, it was like he would say a feature and it was worse than Xbox. And then he would just spend 15 minutes explaining why it didn't matter that the number was lower. And, uh, it was just, and I, I don't know what they do when the box is worse, but I, I feel like they really could have done something better with that special. Um, to me, it almost looked like defeatist in a way. And, and I, that's not because I'm an Xbox guy. That's because like, it just kind of, I felt like it gave the wrong message. Um, so uh, I felt like if there was some fanfare around it and like, at least they could have been like, we don't care. Like, look at how good it is, but they didn't. It, it was very dreary, and it was almost like uh, their numbers are bigger, so we're just going to read out the numbers on a screen. And uh, I, I don't know. I, 
I felt like they could have really done better on that special. I felt like that special was kind of a mistake. Well, what's important to know about this, though, is that talk was originally scheduled for GDC. And, right. you know, by right. like everything else now, it's been canceled. So, like, we right. can't, like... We can't really fault them from talking all those boring specs because, I mean, look, I'm a specs guy. That's my thing, and it was horrid. I am 100% with you. I literally tried to watch it for a while. Like, I was thinking I was going to get through the whole thing. I just kept fast-forwarding through it. That terrible green screen and, like, the people that may or may not have really been there in front or they just had, like, a terrible just, like, people on a loop constantly – it was really bad in yep. the presentation for it. And I think they uh, should have had an actual, like, consumeristic reveal before they did the GDC size style programming tech specy end sort of thing. Right. You know, I, I, I don't want to, I know Logan probably wants to say something. I don't want to cut him off, but uh, just to mm. rebut one thing. While you, you're right, this was meant for GDC, which is a very game developer thing. That's where they go to read off specs. And if if GDC hadn't been ca- canceled due to the impending apocalypse, uh, it would have been, this wouldn't have been broadcast out over all these things. It would have been them reading it in a room to game developers who then took it to their media outlets and reported on it. Um, the thing is, is my problem is, though, is you have to read, is when this GDC got canceled, they then just invited everybody openly, like anybody who wanted to watch. And when you do that, like if I was Sony and I was in that position, I would have been like, okay, GDC's canceled. This cannot be the first exposure our fans have to what we're what we're going to be presenting. Let's wait a week or two and get something going like actually rehearse something, get something a little bit better, a little bit less tech heavy so that we can announce with a little bit more fanfare and get a little bit more hype. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to announce all the fans, you have to be willing to take the criticism uh, that comes with uh, doing a boring ass freaking announcement. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, Logan, what did you get to watch any of it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I got, I got to watch a little bit. Emphasis on a little bit because I could not watch the full <laughs> thing through. I, I skipped through a lot. Be, being that I'm young and have the <laughs> shortest attention span of all time, could, they could have added. You, you know what they need? You know what they need, Zach? They need the hardcore guitar riff yeah. that comes <laughs> after. After every single time that they announce something, it just <laughs> that riff. Every time you pick up a gun, yeah, like every time, like, like, like if they were like ten teraflops, three gigahertz of RAM, bow, bow, bow. Uh, some backwards compatibility, bow, bow. that would have been. <laughs> right but even that like do something like like there's a there's a great phrase it's a great phrase i use it because i it has got it has served me well 38 years of life and that is fake it till you make it (laughs) so you don't have the biggest box don't go out there and be like here's the number here's why our number's better in the in the most like humdrum like go out there and just like don't even say it's why it's better just pretend that it is 
Like, and people yeah. would get on board if they just went out and said, we've got the most powerful system, 10 teraflops. And then like a, a reporter was like, yeah, the Series X has 12. And then he was just like, what's an Xbox? Like, <laughs> I would bet like... Yeah, exactly. I don't know, like, take my money like that's just for doing that that's amazing um so yeah uh, okay so let's move into the specs a little bit uh that is something we have to talk about um and neil this is going to be uh this is all about you this is your subject tech specs are not they don't compare to xbox in a lot of ways um but cerny really wants us to believe that in the end they will be um what is your take on it uh, what do you? So think? here's here's the thing. What I think is happening. Yeah, what I think Logan. is happening right <laughs> here is a separation between the ideals of what a console generation is. PlayStation is sticking with the standard generation as we know it, whereas the Series X is moving towards something more future-proofed and as a platform like a PC as opposed to a console. You look at the specs on this, and while they are a, a little bit weaker in the, the processing power and the GPUs, uh, it's not something that's like absolutely ridiculous. Like It's not like you're buying just a beefed up per version of a PS4 Pro. It's like it's considered a full generational skip. There are the, the memories the same. Uh, they both have the 4K UHD Blu-ray drive. Um, I think it is really strange that PS5 has a custom hard drive with 825 gigs on the SSD, but they're both expandable at the same type of card. The only thing is PS5's worried about the speeds, so we're not, they, they basically alluded to the fact that hard drives will be available to expand your memory, but necessarily won't be out there yet. With the PlayStation 5, it's going to come in at a lower price than the Series X. There's no doubt about that at all whatsoever. And I think that might be what they're going for, is that idea of a traditional generation, your upgrade is probably going to cost, if I were to guess, the $499, probably, maybe, possibly, like, three. Uh, four, four fifty, something like that. Uh, I wouldn't say it would be down to three ninety nine. That might be a bit ridiculous. But with the Series X, you're getting something that is going to be more powerful than the PS Five. But at the end of the day, you're buying something to future proof yourself, just like you would with a PC. If you were to go to upgrade your video card, do you need twelve gigabytes of video memory? No, nobody needs twelve gigabytes of video memory. But you get that as a future-proofing as an investment in the future. So while it's less upfront, it would end up being when the PlayStation 6 comes out, comparably, you know, it's going to be a generational leap, but it's going to be, PS5 is going to be locked to PS5 stuff, basically, you know. Okay. All right. I, I... Here, Logan, you got to take, because I got some stuff to say, but I don't want to rant on... This is our first time doing three all at the same time. Here, why don't you go, Zach? Uh, okay, so first of all, I, th there's no way the PS5 is going to be $400. It, it costs $450 to make. There's there's no way. It's going to be at least between $450 and $500, in my opinion. Um, but 
we still have a bet, and I, I think we actually did the bet yeah. on one of these shows, Neil. I can't remember. If, I don't go. know if we did it live or not. I, I don't think there's a world in which uh, uh, Xbox Series X uh, releases for over $550. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I think they will. Microsoft has the money to take the loss, and they want the market shares. They're not looking at this as a make money on the system. They're looking at this as get people into their ecosystem. That's Phil Spencer's mantra. Now, whether he gets voted out or whatever, I don't know, but I still think that his goal is to get this system as close to PlayStation 5 as humanly possible. So let me ask you this, Neil. Let's say in a world – all right. I know you do not believe me at all. We've obviously, we've already made the vet. You think it's what do you think the Series X is going to be at? Just so everybody knows. I, if I were to guess, it's going to be. If I were to guess, it might be five fifty six hundred. I would not be shocked if it went higher, okay. because these are fairly high end specs for the Series X. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think, Logan? What do you think it's going to be priced at? I still think it's crazy that they're adding all this stuff in, actually. Right. Like, this is just such an improvement that I didn't think that they were going to make yeah. with this. I thought that they were going to keep going, like, slightly over, slightly over, because they're making right. money still. I didn't think that they were just going to make the giant leap. But uh, according to this, they did. And I still – I need to see it in action, actually. Okay. Like, I, I still don't believe, like, all these as perfectly as they say that they will. Well, seeing it in action is something I want to mention today. We might even be booting a different subject for me to talk about it. Um, but uh, but as far mm -hmm. as the specs go, I still think I, – I think this is really interesting. I, I mean, do we think that, like, Xbox – like – do we think the world is ready for a system to cost $600? Like, even with inflation, like – I'm having a hard mm -hmm. time. Like, if it does cost six hundred dollars, I think that they they actually are in some trouble with uh, with PC, well, right? Right. I mean, it gets close to PC, but PlayStation Five comes close enough that if PlayStation Five is between four fifty and five hundred, and Xbox Series X is a hundred dollars more, that's a hard sell. Yeah. So, like, you actually bring yeah. up the point that I was going to make uh, to your to the the question okay. that you posed is. I do think that the world is ready for a $600 console. However, like it's been evidenced by those who do PC gaming, who have these custom rigs that cost thousands of dollars. But the thing is, those individuals who want those types of specs to run games like that aren't going to buy a Series X. They're going to stick with their PC. Uh for those of us who console game, I mean, if you're if you're that concerned about the specs, I would honestly say to that person, like, you know, if the specs concern you that much, go ahead and buy a gaming PC. The only thing that you would be missing is some exclusives, but honestly, with Games Pass and everything, you can just get those games on the PC anyways. Well, I don't like computers, so <laughs> that could be... I don't like gaming PCs because I don't like I don't I don't want my thing to do anything other than game and with PCs there's also all this other extra stuff that you got to deal with that I just don't trust 
So th- the other mm. thing is too, they are hyper expensive. If you think six hundred dollars is expensive, oh yeah, that's still cheap for a oh, game. Yeah, you PC. can you can get a single video card oh, for like yeah, nine hundred dollars. Really... Just the video card, even go higher than that. Right. Well, and that's the thing. The the upside to them. The thing that makes them nice is you spend that thousand dollars the one time, and then you just keep upgrading them for years to come. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, like I'm not saying PCs are stupid. Like, there's nothing wrong with PC gamers. It's just I'm never going to be a PC gamer. I like the consoles. I like console gaming. I always have. The other thing is too, my console is my entertainment center for everything. Like. I'm a cord cutter. I don't have cable. I run everything through my internet through the Xbox, Netflix, Disney Plus, anything is through that Xbox. And uh, while you can do that with a gaming PC, I would prefer to just do it with a simpler, a simpler medium. I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah, but I think but the hmm. the thing that's happening here with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is Xbox is beginning to blur those lines between the PC gaming and the console gaming, whereas Sony is trying to stick with that. Yeah. And that goes back to the war of, you know, the what a generation is anymore. Because effectively with the Series X, we're right. getting rid of generations altogether. And if, if that's right. the route we want to go, that's okay. But at the same time, when you know you're dropping, let's just pretend here and say that it does come six hundred dollars. The Series X comes out at six hundred dollars, right? And it's good for the question mark is how many years until you start seeing the issues between right. these games coming out running on the current uh, Xbox hardware, like. Well, and I do, I do want to say they have done some some good stuff with that saying that like you know all that stuff that's coming out with this system will still be playable on these original systems and that's nice because you like you could still play it it just won't be as nice an experience but you could still play it um and that that leads me to believe that when you get the next console for xbox it's not going to be something that um that I necessarily need to run out and buy. Like, I feel like this one I need to get, and then I'm good for probably longer than I would normally be good. See, for myself personally... Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, go Uh, ahead. I was just going to say, like, my thought process with the Series X, with Microsoft's new way that they're doing things, is I don't see the reason to go out and buy a Series X because they've already said the games, the exclusivity for the games is still going to be a year or two out. So, I mean, I have the Xbox One S, so it's a little bit upgraded than the standard Xbox One, but not by much. But I can, you know, still play these games that are coming out and not have any sort of issues. Sure, there is the occasional game here and there. That's great, though. But that's that's where the idea of a generation, I think, is what's going to be the next split between between all these gamers before it was exclusives now we found a way to deal with the exclusive stuff to some degree with microsoft and steam and ps5 and all these different platforms nintendo of course is just playing in a corner somewhere with its toys but um it's you know it's gonna be its own thing forever i love them but let's be real um but 
I I I agree with you, Neil. No, you're I'm fine. sorry to cut you off. Just yeah, because we you're have good. to start wrapping this one up. But I the one thing I do want to say, I while I agree with you, I like it that way. If I didn't run a gaming channel right now, I have an Xbox One original factory floor setting model, and I've gotten that all the way to here. Um, it's it, like no S, no X on it, just a big clunky Bertha mother effer. Um, that if like so that needs to be upgraded. But if I didn't run a gaming channel, I would go out and buy the Xbox One X right now because it's super cheap. It keeps me in the medium. It gives me enough power and I don't need those upgraded graphics. I, of course, run a gaming channel, so I need to try and get the Series X so that I can be current. But but if I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, And I like that. I like that they're saying – and that's that goes into what I'm saying about the price and Phil's philosophy. He doesn't care if this box outsells PlayStation. He just doesn't. He cares mm. that you're playing Xbox. He doesn't care how or where, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on a One X, whether it's on a Series X. He wants to make great experiences all the way around the board, and he wants to give you a bunch of choice and just let you pick where you play. But he wants you on Games Pass. He wants you on Games with Gold uh, or, or Xbox Live Gold. He wants you on – well, he wants you on Games Pass. Ultimate. Mm. That's what he wants, like at the end of the day. Um, but, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes and where people go because I think that we are going to start – getting away from that uh that transition and just logan because you didn't get to talk a lot i want to know uh did playstation put anything to you that would make you want to switch even if the price if the price was cheaper too like w- w- would you switch oh not that okay no all right no, but no. would you get an xbox series x right off the bat the thing is how right. much would it be because for me i'm already contemplating getting a pc right. anyways so if this comes out for no uh, six hundred like it's six six fifty, then I'm like okay. If I just take a little bit more of a jump, then I can just get a PC that's gonna last me which a lot more years. What Logan was saying, uh, not Logan, which what Neil was saying. Uh, sorry guys, you guys have switched <laughs> so many times. I, 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 it's I fine. my brain is no, my brain is gone. Oh. All right, well I think we've covered that up, so uh, we're ready to move on. All right, we are back. Uh, we are back with uh, with my last breath, uh, my uh, my my podcast rant segment. Um, we are still going with this thing, and we have decided that le- since Logan got to pick last week, Neil, you get to pick this week. Uh, what am I ranting about? Uh, given we were just talking about it, I'd say uh, what uh, what's great about Animal Crossing? Why is it so good? Okay. All right. This is going to be fun for me. All right. Okay. Ugh. All right. I await your countdown, gentlemen. All right. Going in three, two, one. Uh, it's so good because of the coronavirus, first of all. Like, number one reason it's good. It couldn't have gotten launched at, the, at a better time. Uh, you're stuck in the house. Uh, you don't want to be depressed. Uh, this game is literally just about a cute villager that you create to look like you that helps animals on a deserted island uh, where nobody could possibly have a virus to give you. It's wonderful. Um, on top of that, the genius of this game is it happens in real time, actual real time. That means the days go by in the game as they go by outside of the game. So every day, 
there's a reason to wake up and get on. Uh, it's, it was one of the first things I think about is, man, I got to log on to find out what Tom Nook is going to tell me today uh, that I need to do, that I need to grab, that I need to get. Um, you can, and just every time you play, there's something new to do, and none of it is violent or sad or depressing. Uh, there's no terrible backlash to it. There's not blood and guts going everywhere. It's just really peaceful and happy. Uh, it keeps you happy the entire time. time. I think I was pretty good on that one. I think I was pretty good, but I'll wait for you guys' approval. I'm well, going to try and convince them. I am going to tell you I gave you a couple extra seconds because I don't know what happened. Your first, like, maybe five seconds of it totally dropped off and was silence. Oh, that's so not good. I don't know. I don't know what Anchor! was said during that period of time. But uh, outside of that, yeah. Yeah, I'd go all right with that. What do okay, you think, Logan? Smart. I gave you a B. Yeah, that's where I was going to. All right. That's, that's kind of where I was going it to. is then. I'll take a B. I'll, I'll say that's fair. I'll say that's fair. Uh, Animal Crossing is fun, guys. Everybody should go out and try it. It's a happy game. Happy game to make you feel warm and fluffy inside. All right. So our next topic is the terrible company that is GameStop has done more terrible stuff. Um, and so here's the, here's the skinny um, because – off mic, Logan has already told us he doesn't know about this story, so he's hearing it for the first time, so I'm just going to go over it real quick. Um, when all the stores were shutting down, uh, GameStop decided to declare themselves an essential retailer, like a grocery store or like a pharmacy, uh, that what they needed was absolutely – what they had was absolutely essential to, to life – in quarantine um and they actually told their uh, their managers to tell inf- law enforcement that and stay open in the face of uh of the coronavirus thing um on top of this uh and and since they have reversed they are now closing down uh and they honestly i think they're closing down because somebody did a recording on a Reddit, like somebody got into their board of directors meeting uh, or, or a conference call or something where basically they were just being absolute terrible people and they posted on Reddit. Basically saying like like there would be like a store person would be like, well, somebody comes in sick and coughing and wants to trade in a controller. Should we turn them away? And basically the corporation was like, no, you're going to take that controller and you're going to try and buy their cell phone. So like – it, it it's it was terrible stuff. Terrible stuff, Logan. Yeah, just just based on what I'm reading right now, I'm reading the thing that they sent out, and it is not good. It's yeah, not it's, good. it's not. They've like I said, they've walked it back since then. They're now they're now based. They like I think the day after the recording went out, out they kind of went down to like pickups only, and you couldn't be in the store. They would like walk your order to you via the door. It was some ridiculousness. Um, and I, I think, I think they're actually closing down now, period, because they're of the closing shelter. Down on the uh, say that one more time. You cut out for they're, a second. They're officially closing down on the 29th. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, so GameStop is a, a crappy company. Does does anybody disagree with this? <laughs> no. Uh, Before I say anything, uh, I just want to say (laughs) that uh, these thoughts and opinions are mine alone uh, and are not influenced in any way. Simply mine, mine alone. Um, Yeah, it's not a good look. (laughs) 
it's not a good look at all. It's it's not just bad. I mean, it's there's been a meme going around, uh, like it's like pay attention to what companies do during this time right now, uh, and keep that in mind when everything is done and over with. And that's definitely one of those things that I think is going to stick in people's minds. I think it will. I think it's. Okay, so I have probably some more controversial uh, outlooks on this, I think, than maybe you guys do. Uh, so I'm just going to say them so that you can both tell me I'm a terrible person. Um, first of all, the conference call, I'm not speaking to the conference call. That's some terrible stuff. I'm not going to say anything otherwise. But yeah, we don't live in a society that's prepared for something like this ever. And that's a problem. I'm not saying it's not a problem, but these companies, they don't have the money for this. And and in some ways they do because their CEOs get like million dollar bonuses and that's BS. Those CEOs should give it back and all that. But like GameStop has been losing money for the last three years steadily, yeah. like just reporting loss after loss after loss. And the way – a lot of these laws and the way a lot of this works right now is for the first couple of weeks when they're done, they have to pay their employees, their full-time employees uh, um, in addition to whatever they're getting when they're, they're laid off. And um, because of their shutdown, uh, I don't think they can afford to do that. I don't think that there's going to be a GameStop. Like Neil, you were talking about like when this is all over, you know, people will remember how they acted. I don't think anybody – I don't think there's going to be a GameStop to remember how they act yeah. when this is all over. Well, what I think uh, – yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, it's definitely one of those things, uh, and my mind just went blank because I was about to speak, and the words left it. <laughs> um, That's usually how my brain works. Yeah, um, yeah, great. It's great. I'm sure it will come back to me. <laughs> I mean I hate to take the old cranky kind of – approach to this but uh you know a lot of people are getting really angry at a lot of companies uh because they're looking at their bottom line but we have literally set up a system over the last hundred years uh that everybody's just supposed to look at their bottom line we li live in a capitalist society i don't think that's good i don't think it's good at all i don't like it i've never liked it but like we tell everybody to just worry about money basically the entire time and then when something like this happens everybody gets on these companies for just worrying about money they're conditioned they've set up the systems like this is just how they look at stuff you know yeah and uh, and it's unfortunate it's unfortunate it needs to change but at the same time like i don't know that we can necessarily blame them for doing what they what they're built to do you know? right i can agree with that for sure uh but uh, the thought that I was that I had lost has come back. While I agree, <laughs> while I agree, yeah, like they they definitely are put between uh, a rock and a hard place with this. But I think uh, whenever it's the government, like perfect example, like the PA government is where this really shined the most. The governor Tom Wolf shut down all non-essential business. And GameStop still tried to stay open with this whole, oh, well, this is, you know, this is, we're essential. We sell mice and keyboards, so we help people work at home. <laughs> That's literally it. That was their literal yeah. only hang up with this. Well, 
I can understand them wanting to stay open. The government said, no, you're not. Shut it down. And they refused to. So the PA government has pulled GameStop's business license. They cannot at all operate at all whatsoever and then after this is done they either reinstate it themselves after it's all done and over with or they're going to make gamestop go back go back through and apply for a license again and that's that is that's bad think about objectively just like the fact that you wouldn't listen so you got your whole reason like the way that you're allowed to operate just physically taken away and you have to start that over again granted i don't know what that takes but that's that's really intense and something in that regard you know i i still maintain that gamestop was just pushing until doom and animal crossing came out and then they're like okay fine we're good we're good we're made the money that we're gonna make and that's it because they don't have anything else really coming out until final fantasy 7 remake which is next month right. sometime so I mean, they mm. can they were going to see a slump in sales anyways if it was a normal non pandemic sort of deal. Right, right. What do you think, Logan? As a guy who uh, didn't know about the story until right now. Well, I <laughs> that's that's just horrible. <laughs> that's so horrible. Like, yeah, I I understand where society's coming from, but it really like. You can't you can't just blame it fully on society when they're like people are dying and they're like it's okay right, <laughs> we'll stay right. and I want yeah I want to say that I'm not I'm not saying GameStop didn't do bad shit I'm saying like, that society like, has something to do with it though there's a lot of there's a lot yeah there's a lot of companies that are getting a lot of shit right now um, for trying to stay open and you're like I, I, what are they supposed to do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, to not get into the whole virus thing yeah, itself. Yeah, right. right. Like, we, we've been trying not to talk about the coronavirus, yeah, and now we're talking about yeah, the coronavirus. It's terrible. I mean, on a on a just a very surface okay. level, I mean, the more places that don't close down, the longer this is going to last. So that's just the bottom line. I yeah. I mean, I think. I think we're getting into dangerous territory. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> because cause I think if we keep talking about this, we're all going to end up just arguing about the response to the coronavirus uh, or some of the responses to the coronavirus, and I definitely want to well, avoid that then on this show. If, if that's, we, can, uh, we can put it back into the original conversation then. It's like, is GameStop then being negligent by staying open as long as they did? I, I think I think one hundred percent they're being negligent. I think it's one thing. Yeah. It's I okay. So I think it's one thing to try and stay open in the first place, uh, especially if they don't have any money to like pay their people, which I think is really the problem. Um, what I think they should have done is they should have said, listen, we don't have the money to pay our people. What do you want us to do? Like, I think that's what they should have done instead of being like cold Nazi, like jerks about it. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying they handled any of this, right. Um, but I definitely think they're being negligent. I, I, and I think when a government tells you to close down, you close down period. There's like, there's, 
there's nothing else to do about that. Like, I don't necessarily fault them for trying to stay open just in the generalist terms, not necessarily how they did it again, but like just trying to stay open in the generalist terms. But I do think that telling your employees to argue with cops is a bad idea. If they die, they die. (laughs) (laughs) Stand against the waves and you will be remembered in GameStop Valhalla. Uh, (laughs) You will be honored. Uh, Yeah, GameStop. Um, Oh, no. All right. So uh, we did the nasty and talked about coronavirus for a little bit. Let's, uh, Let's go ahead and move on. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the main event of the show. The thing you have all waited for. The thing you've all pined for, the Horrible Arena. Crowd goes wild. That's right. In the Horrible Arena, each one of the three co-hosts, that be me, that be Neil, that be Logan, we are going to pitch you guys a game based on some predetermined criteria. This week's criteria, it's non-combat. Now, don't get us wrong. There can be violence and combat in the game. It just can't be the focal point or the focal mechanism. So it can't be a shooter or a fighting game or a brawler or something like that. Uh, Now, we are going to pitch you that game. We are going to pitch you the developer of that game, and we are going to pitch you the title of that game. And then you guys, the fans, pick which game below in the comments, on Facebook, Twitter, on Discord, on Neil's chat, (laughs) uh, anywhere you want to vote. (laughs) Uh, Anywhere you guys want to vote. So the Quantum Coin Toss has been won. And a tiny wizard will be kicking us off tonight. So, a tiny wizard, take it away. And remember, when you're all done, say you're all done because I am going to do everything in my power not to talk until that happens. All right. So, mine is just really simple. Um, the developer on it would be called – it's That Game Company. It's the one that did Journey back on the PS3. It's literally just like a walking simulator almost. Uh and my game would be called uh, Project Fireside, and it's literally just you walking through the woods. Just a huge open map, let's say like the skies of, the size of Skyrim, and it's just a forest, like a real forest, nothing fantastical. And it's just you hiking through the woods, you going through. Taking a look at seeing, you know, see some deer, some bears, you know, whatever. Uh, climb a mountain, look down, you know. There would maybe be some light survival elements to it. To where it's like, oh, you might have to forage, you know, for some food. But, like, outside of that, I wouldn't even implement some sort of, any sort of, like, hunting into it. I think it would just be build a fire, set up camp, and then go on for the next day. And just keep walking around. I think something like that would really actually kind of appeal to me to some degree because a big open world map with just stuff to see but nothing necessarily to do is nice if you just want to sit there chill and unwind. And especially with all the graphics and everything, the the possibility for uh, high-end development of graphics, it'd be really nice. And I think it would help people uh, unwind, especially during this uh, stressful time. And uh, I'm going to say that's it on it. That sounds really interesting. That is you. You're. I think you're gonna have the most non-combat. Yeah. you're definitely. You're definitely. If anybody out there is voting, like who's closest to the criteria, it's definitely gonna be you. And that was Project Forest. Fireside. Right? 
fireside. That's right. Okay. Just want to make sure I wrote it down right in the notes that I copiously keep. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I won the second one. I, I, uh, I got the second flip, so I get to go second. Um, <clears throat> okay. So here we go. Project Con. Okay. Spelled C-O-N. Here's what my game is. The developer will be Campo Santo. Yeah, I know. Valve owns them, and they don't make cool games anymore. Get off my back. This is a fantasy game. Here's what Project Con is. You basically play one character. You get to make that character from scratch, um, but the game will procedurally generate a con uh, based on, like, something you want to look for. So, like, maybe you want to, like take a jewel or take a heist or take a money or whatever. Like at the very beginning, you'll get to pick what you're going to try and get. Um, and that'll be the very basis for this procedural generation. Now the game itself, the procedural, it'll procedurally generate the situation, but it won't be that long. You're talking like uh, four or five hours uh, max. Uh, but you go in, it also procedurally generates all the other characters around you. And then basically you have to set up and execute a grift or a con. Uh, the entire time, though, you have to weigh your people that you're with, their skill, with the amount you can trust them. Because those AI characters uh, are actually trying to also win the con. They're also trying to get away with more money than you. So you're trying to pull this con off together, but at the same time, uh, are you going to be trustworthy? Are you going to take it to the limit? Are you going to go? Are you going to split it at the end? Or are you going to try and backstab them and take them all out one at a time uh, uh, by the end? Now, there's no combat in this game. There are some. Your choices can influence violence or you know fights that may or may not happen. But there's no mechanism for fighting. It's all about the conversation. It's about Figuring out if you can trust the people you're working with and then convincing the people you're trying to take out if uh, – not take out, but convince the people you're trying to trick if you can trick them. And I'm going to go one further, and I'm going to go really out on a limb for this one because I think this game truly works in VR. I think this is the game for VR. I think this is the killer app because it immerses you. Uh, it doesn't make a ton of like weird animations where you get sick, but it's all about actually being in the moment and actually talking it out with the other people and talking it out with the uh, uh, NPCs and trying to figure out how to trick them. Uh, so that's my project, Project Con by Campo Santo. I am done. All right. Well, mine's definitely <laughs> violent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never said he couldn't be violent. I just said combat can't be the main mechanism. Yep. yep. All right. Are you we, ready? Are, we are ready. We are ready. Okay. Well, mine is Project Jurassic. Imagine you're in Jurassic Park. It's a beautiful day. But then 12, 12 people in your group. Or out when Jurassic Park goes crazy. Who will be the last to survive? It is a battle royale with 12 people. You cannot fight the dinosaurs. But as the circle closes in, they get more ferocious. Who will be the last? So it's stealth-based battle royale with absolutely no combat. Oh, exactly, exactly. In my studio will be Red Barrel Games, which they, they're the creators of Outlast. Because... I want this to be scary. I want to jump at you. I 
to cry. It's going to be terrifying. I'm sorry, what was the last thing you said? My kid was talking. I apologize. I said Red Barrel Games will be the okay. developer because I want this to be scary. I want when a raptor jumps at you, I want it to feel like a raptor is jumping at you. I want you to jump out of your seat. Scary. Real like Jurassic Park. Okay. Oh man, you know what though? You know it'd be really cool with that too. If there was like non-combat, but like kind of combat. Like if you were hiding. Oh, you're about to. If say you're like exactly hiding near say. somebody and like you want them to to like get screwed over, or whatever. You could like throw a rock over there and have like a raptor start chasing down in there. Dude, I was just about to say that. I was about to say if Logan had said that in his pitch, I would have. Right. I would have immediately surrendered. If Logan's pitch had finished with you can screw people over by like drawing monsters to them not by fighting them but by like giving away their position i would have oh my god i would have immediately been like <laughs> take my money i <laughs> i bow all right everybody out there that's it you've got three projects three good projects three interesting projects project fireside project con and project jurassic you guys get to decide who the winner is facebook at old man gaming dh Twitter at OldManGaming9. Join our Discord, please. We are thirsty to talk to you. Uh, that link is in the description below. And of course, you can always comment on YouTube as well. Uh, we count anything as votes. Uh, so, yeah, vote. Tell us which one you want us to win. Um, and that brings us to the close of the show. Gentlemen, do you guys have anything nah. to plug? Discord. Discord. Yes, Discord. We we've only played it sixty-seven <laughs> times, but Logan Logan actually runs our Discord, so he really wants to get more people going on the Discord. I do run the Discord. Uh, okay, so as I've said a hundred times, check us out on Facebook and Twitter, and join our Discord and below. Comment, uh, like, subscribe, turn the notifications on, um, and uh, we just want to say thank you to all of you still listening to us. We're in. In our second year of this, uh, we have more content uh, that you can shake a stick at. It, this is a lot of fun. So as long as you guys keep watching it and listening to it, uh, we will keep showing up and making making it. That's for sure. Um, you know what? That was terrible. That was that was a. I did my own catchphrase wrong. <laughs> I'm going to do that again. Take that too. Uh, uh, as long as you guys keep watching and listening, we'll keep making it. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. <laughs>